Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we provide the internet with the life hacks they demand. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff. I'm Louisa Heron. I was nodding encouragingly while you were talking, Matt. You couldn't see it, but I was. No, I was I was drawing off of your energy like Goku doing a spirit bomb. Mm. Okay, good. Not like, Is that what happens? Not like Do a people, vampire? Like, send him their energy? Is that how Yeah, that there's, a, there's an episode where he does like a really fucked up huge spirit bomb and people around the world start passing out because he's taking too much of their energy. It's so messed up. Describing that as huh. an episode is very generous. Well... <laughs> <laughs> He he spends a lot of time charging that with all of the uh, energy of people's life force, I guess. I think that's the first time that he does a spirit bomb. It's like six episodes of him charging it up. I think the time he does it where people start passing out, he does it a lot faster. Mm. Mm. That's when he's fighting the evil dragon balls. God, that show got weird. God. <laughs> well, yeah. All I can think now is... Hello, Daddy. Hello, Mom. I'm your spirit bomb. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> is this good? <laughs> your Weird Al girl group is really starting to take off, Louisa. Weird Alice. Mm, pretty good. <laughs> is there oh, not a no. is there is there not a more feminine for, form of weird? <laughs> Weirdetta Alice. <laughs> no, we're keeping Al. Actually, it's Weirdetta Al. Yeah. Weirdessa Al. <laughs> What's great is this has gone so far from the original that if you called your band that, I think a lot of people wouldn't know what you were referencing. And that would be trivia about your band later, years later. Did you know? They actually got their name from a parody of Weird Al's name? Oh, I yeah. thought it was pronounced Weirdessel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Weirdessel is a good name for a band, though. Mm. I can see it in that black metal font, which is all twigs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nailed it. Yeah. Well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was have said a lot show. of crazy stuff already, and I was kind of hoping someone else would pick up Yeah, no, it kind of just I got, was... we kind of fell out of it there. Louisa, what'd you do this week? <laughs> oh, what did I do? <laughs> this is going to be something that I've talked about before. Who I caught up on a lot we of We haven't shows. recorded in two weeks. We've I know. Got two weeks to do something. But the trouble is, I watch or play games that you guys recommend sometimes, so then later, when I want to talk about them, mm. I can't remember if we you've already been, talked about it before I did it. You've been getting deep into Elden Ring? No. <laughs> you guys still enjoying it? I see oh, clips fuck of it, yes. and it looks miserable. Oh, enjoying does not describe my experience with the game, <laughs> but I am still playing it. I've gotten to the part where, like, people keep on yelling at me, go, just go and finish the game already. <laughs> like, in the game, the, all the characters are like, we're still suffering, you need to go finish the game. But I'm like, no, I need to collect every spell in this world. That's so interesting that you're still meeting characters. Yep. Oh, yes. Are you just killing some... them, Jeff? No, I just haven't really come across anything that isn't a bat shooting blood fire at me. <laughs> okay. Oh man, there are so many characters that you meet and they're really chill the first six times you meet them, and then the seventh time they're like, well, now that, you know, now that you've completed my quest line, I've been driven insane by the lights in the sky and I need to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, we were cool. <laughs> I met some big guy by getting teleported from a chest to the steps of a castle behind a big oh, skeleton yeah. angel. Yeah, the beast prince or whatever. Yeah, he wouldn't even talk to me. And then when you I to- tried to fight him, he was didn't like that either. Yeah, no, he's not gonna <laughs> like that. 
Um, yeah, you need to get a death root and give yeah, it to him, and I, then he'll be nice to you. I discovered this, but I I don't know what that is. Uh, I just you discovered need to there's fight a... the ghost of a sailor. God, this game is fucked up and stupid. <laughs> Uh, I just discovered, based on randomly clicking links, that there's a Dragon Ball character named Granola. Oh, that's that, dumb. I hate it. That makes sense. All of the aliens are named after food. All the... the All, um, some of the humans... Well, I guess Gohan and Goku aren't really humans. Yeah, they're not humans. They're... they're, they're um, Isn't Gohan rice? Yes. Yes. Okay, so he is named after food. Yes. And then his, his alien name is Kakarot, which is oh, Carrot. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, no, shut up, everybody shut up. Okay, <laughs> so, I'm shutting up. What I did this week was I watched the movie Turning Red. Did you guys watch that movie? Oh, I, I, I watched it last night. How does this relate to Dragon Ball Z? No, shut up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I watched it, and as I watched it, I was like, this contains a lot of references to anime. This actually. is a lot like it Dragon Ball Z, you said. It is a lot like Dragon Ball Z. Is Dragon Ball Z one of the ones where people change size? Like, does he yes. become a kaiju? Okay. When the moon tur- gets full, her- mm-hmm. the character turns into a giant hairy monster. Mm-hmm. And Louisa, you're saying, oh, Matt's talking about turning red. And Jeff's saying, no, he's talking about Dragon Ball Z. And you're both right. Yeah, you are the goober grape of podcasting. I don't, for what, some reason, Gohan is trending on Twitter. No, that was a oh. good joke. You didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I don't gonna, get it. I'm going to retread this. Goober He's Grape goober. is that jar that has both uh, jelly and peanut butter in it. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Turning Red, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I've seen a lot of people talk about it who love it so much. And it's... there When there are movies for kids, there's usually a conflict between a child and their parents or guardians. And there are certain types of conflicts that movies will be. And this one, which is your parents expect you to be absolutely perfect and you don't know if you can live up to it, unrelatable to my own life. So those stories never uh, connect with me emotionally as much as some other ones do. So I did find it to be relatable in the, like, your parents are still kind of tethered to a culture that's different from all of your school friends. Yes, that's uh, true. And so you're kind of like a weird outsider because, like, everyone else is eating hamburgers at home and you're eating bangers and mash or whatever. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's true, yeah. Um, but it was a very good movie. It's just the way some people have talked about it, like, it's the best movie that's ever been made. I'm like, I don't see that. But it's fun. I appreciated... There's been a lot of movies that were for kids about a group of boys who, like, are coming of age together and supporting Mm -hmm. one another. And there have been a bunch of movies for adults that are about a bunch of women, like, girls coming of age together. Mm -hmm. But there haven't been a lot of movies for children about girls coming of age together. Yes. Other than, like, The Babysitter's Club. Yeah, no, I agree. Don't and tell I think mom the babysitter's dead as well. No, I don't think that's about that. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's it's about girls becoming women and women becoming murderers. Yeah. Did they murder the babysitter? <laughs> no! She just dies and they cover up for it so they can be free. Mm, that's a type of murder. <laughs> murder uh. by omission. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, that would be a great title for a mystery novel, though. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now, would this be a Dan Brown-style um, religious church thriller, or would this be like a cozy mystery? Oh, uh, this I'm would be absolutely like, something with, like, a strong Christian message. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, 
You know those novels where it was every letter of the alphabet? Yeah. Susan Grafton, is that right? I don't remember. But yeah, co- those were cozy mysteries, I believe, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, for some something about the title, um, Murder by Omission, makes me think of those. Okay. Oh yeah, Murder by and then A through Z words. I don't think that's what those books actually were. They were like, A is for... Uh, anthrax or whatever. No, that's, <laughs> Probably not that. That's but... what this one's gonna be, though. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. Right. We're gonna start with murder by accident. Okay. I like the idea that all of these are, like, cozy mysteries, but in the end it turns out that no one is guilty because it wasn't... Yeah! I, well, I like Jeff's idea that we've so far we've got accident and omission. <laughs> yeah. So all these murders are actually, like, Rube Goldberg machines where someone mm-hmm. gets killed somehow, yeah. and it seems like it's someone's fault, but then it's not. Mm-hmm. Murder by no, this before. Murder <laughs> by blowing up the boiler. <laughs> it's gonna be exciting when we get to murder by misadventure. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, the the M one has to be murder by murder. Ooh, and then murder by nothing, and then murder by omission. Uh-huh. <laughs> murder by nothing. <laughs> that would be great, and then it turns out they didn't die. Murder by no one. <laughs> I think I like Murder by Nothing better. Yeah, they come back from vacation. <laughs> They're like, I had everyone stop my mail and everything. You could have asked. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, what's with this corpse? <laughs> oh, Where did God. this body come from, etc.? Yeah. Ooh, there's funny. a good mystery series. Well, I mean, other mysteries have done it, but a sudden body and no one knows who they are or why they're there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, a sudden it's body a good, sounds like of... a really good name for a uh, for a thriller, like a Gone yeah. Girl style thriller. Yeah, or a, a dating body. reality show. Gillian Flynn's A Sudden Body, starring it's got Nicole a Kidman. Tone to it, though, Matt. You think that would be good for a? Uh... Uh, every dating reality show now is extremely sinister. <laughs> yeah, Fair but the enough. titles are all just you're like... locked in a cage and you have to fall in love with this person. And that <laughs> they're all called show. like Six Cage or something. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That doesn't have a sinister tone to you, Louisa? <laughs> no, it's just very straightforward. Okay, <laughs> oh, this is boy. a non-threatening sex <laughs> Oh, I wish we named our, our episodes like other podcasts so this one could be called Non-Threatening Sex <laughs> Yes. Oh, ooh, is this the one where we just abandoned the premise and talk about whatever? <laughs> Uh, we've, we've, been, we've been flirting with that for a long time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh, man. So, yeah, good movie. I recommend it to everybody. And, um, Jeff, what did you do this week? Good question. Uh, did I ever talk about my car disappearing on this show? I don't no, think you did. No, I don't think did. you did. Okay, so I parked my car on the street. In that a was place. Harvard Yard? Yep, I parked my car in Harvard Yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I pronounced all of the R's very hardly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Barely well, at all. I should say I hardly pronounced any of the R's. <laughs> mm, there we go. Uh, hey, are you are you are you hardly pronouncing or pronouncing hardly? <laughs> mm, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> We're getting into some good Tom Swifty territory. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for me to know and you to happy to see me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Anyway, I, don't know. Uh, I parked my car on the street in uh, on March the third and was like this. Uh, it seems like I can park here. And then, uh, I... That's my experience of every time I park in New York City. Even if it's a denoted parking spot with a meter and everything, I'm like, I'm not 100% sure this is legal. Yeah. Um, I 
then on March 9th, and my car wasn't there, and a sign that said no parking that wasn't there when I parked was there. It was like temporary no parking for construction. Um, and the people at 311 and at the local precinct were like, oh, <laughs> uh, we, do- we didn't take your car. And the Department of Transportation was like, we didn't move it. And then on that Friday, uh, I I had been checking the, like, where is my car uh, tow dude, finder my car? website. Yeah, the dude, the where's, dude my- where's my car website brought to you by Ashen Kutcher and who was that other one? Sean. Yeah, uh, Sean. Stifler. Hayes. It's Stifler. What's his Sean name? Hayes? Is Not that- Sean Hayes. He's Sean- from Will and Grace. Uh, oh, yes. Sean William Scott. Yes! William Scott. Sean spelled with two N's. Jesus. Mm, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and William spelled with five L's. <laughs> and you don't know where they are. And I won't tell <laughs> you. <laughs> mm, what those L's do. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Did you know Sean William Scott was the one of the leads of the Lethal Weapon TV show from like two years ago? That there Lethal was? Lethal Weapon TV show? From like two was, years did, ago that there was, apparently. What? Did he play the Mel Gibson role? Uh, yeah, and, uh, Damon Wayans played the other part. What? Damon Wayans or Damon Wayans Jr.? Uh, Damon Wayans played Murtaugh. He's too old for this well, shit. That was ah! whole... I oh, did it. very good, yes. Extremely good. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, Sean William Scott was not the Mel Gibson role. Oh, uh, Clayne Crawford was, whoever that is. Uh, nope, never heard of him. Yeah, he's a nobody, but Damon Wayans was the real well, star. the real question is, did Sean William Scott want to have sex with him? <laughs> What? I mean, was the premise of the show that that uh, Mel Gibson was the dad of his, of Sean William Scott's friend, and so he wanted to have sex with him? I see. Okay, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, my car. Your car, yes. Uh, I discovered on the Friday after that, uh, they finally updated the toe finder, like, search your license plate number and see if you got a ticket website. They were like, we don't know if your car got towed, but you did get a ticket on Monday the 7th. Oh, shit. Toe Finder is the analog to WikiFeet. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, it's how they populate WikiFeet. No, it's just the name of the search function on Uh, WikiFeet. Oh, okay. Ooh, just gonna type my own name into Toe Finder and see if I have a page on WikiFeet. I just have a Google alert set for Matt Heron and WikiFeet. (laughs) And God help us all if that alert goes off. Oh, Christ. Um, anyway, I found out I had a ticket. It wasn't until another week later that I was actually able to go get my car, because Mm -hmm. Thursday the 17th, a solid 10 days after my car was towed, I got a letter in the mail saying that my car was towed, and it was at the NYPD impound lot (coughs) in College Point, Queens, and Mm. I called the lot that day, and they were like, Oh, the violation number that you gave me is for a different car. We don't have any record of your car being here. And I was like, oh, it's, man. it's there. I have a piece of certified mail from the NYPD saying that my car is there for sure. Mm-hmm. And I went there, and of course it was there. Of course it was. It was there the whole time. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Bjergsi is such a fuck. Uh, yeah. It's just maddening that mm-hmm. that, like... So many, I I mean, part of the issue is when you have a system that is designed to uh, bring in, what what do you call, not income when it's a city, revenue, 
mm-hmm. to bring in revenue, like anything to do with traffic enforcement, then of course they're going to lose cars because it's not in their interest for me to be able to find my car and get it back two days after it was towed because yeah. it costs... They get another $20 for each day they can keep me from figuring out where it is. Yeah, yeah. They, they recently passed a law in New Jersey that, like, they the police don't get to keep the money from tickets and stuff, which is like, of course that should be the law everywhere. How is that yeah. not already the law? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we know why, but... Yeah, so Jeff, you had to become your own real life Riddler to solve the the to the decode solve. Is that what I want to say? Sure. Sorry <laughs> to decode the clues. The real riddle is which words you should say. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I yes, I did wrap the mayor's face in plastic wrap and then mm-hmm. stab him. Well, he deserved it. Yeah, I did kill the Batman. Yeah. Uh, it was not Mayor Eric Adams, it was the mayor of Gotham City, of course, <clears throat> who is fictional, and therefore can't sue me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jeff is the egg, is egghead. Yep. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> Vincent Price is cool, I guess. Yeah, I know, he's actually the coolest one, secretly. You also have a shaved head, Jeff, you need to lean into this. I wish that, <laughs> I wish that that show had existed at a time when Vincent Price could have played, uh, Rachel Ghoul. Yeah, that was he would have been so good as Rachel Gould. Although, like, he already played some pretty problematic uh, racial roles yeah, he sure in did. his time, and that would have been another one. Yeah, I... Not that Liam Neeson playing Rachel <laughs> Gould was any better, let's be clear about that. There is a lot of troubling things about that character. Uh, I think the... Fact that he's been portrayed as like a white European is like maybe not even top three most uh, troubling racial things about that character. That's true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's really strange. I don't have the uh, education or desire to parse it. It makes me tired to think about. Yep. Rachel, I'm happy to go along with the canceling of Rachel Ghoul. Oh, yes. good. Okay. We finally got some uh, bullet points F- for our political campaign. Yeah. Anyway, happy, some common ground. happy to your anniversary to Boris Johnson getting coronavirus. Matt, uh, what did you do this week? <laughs> Jeff, you got your car back, though, right? Yes, I got my car back right. on the 18th. I scooted over there and paid the money and got it back and immediately filed a complaint asking for a refund of the overnight fees from the... Uh, 9th to the 18th, because I would have been there the 9th if I, if they hadn't lied. Yep. Good. Good. Uh, Alright, so what have I done this week? Well, that's a great question, and you might very well ask it. Um, oh, Matt, what did you do this week? No, Jeff already asked it. I'm oh. stalling because I'm trying to think of what I should talk about. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the, so the reason that we didn't do an episode last week is because uh, my wife and I decided my we wanted... Yep, exactly. Decided to go up to Salem, Massachusetts for a uh, a special exhibit <clears throat> that was a limited run up there. Sorry, Matt, I have uh, to do this. Uh, Salem? I hardly know him! Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and uh, it, there was an exhibit going on there, and it was a limited time, so we had to get there before they closed, of um, documentation from the actual Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the original documents, which is very fucked up and weird to see handwritten notes from these ding-dongs being like, yeah, my wife is definitely a witch. Um, did, but then, did burn. Whoops. 
Yep. <laughs> We've misplaced uh, your wife. We don't know what lot she's in. You can't have her back. Um, the We misplaced the, Lot's the, wife. If you look back, <laughs> then we will return your pillar of salt. <clears throat> um, the exhibit was juxtaposing those documents alongside um, one of the descendants of one of the survivors of the witch trials who she was accused but ended up not getting killed so she uh, was a witch well she was accused of being a witch hmm. um but she's one of her descendants is a famous fashion designer now and he did a uh a line of of clothing inspired by the salem witch trials which was pretty interesting weird <clears throat> and then there was also like a photography exhibit of what people who identify as witches nowadays look like and all the different like well <laughs> iterations of that that kind of seems like cheating i don't know i thought it was interesting like how our cultural views of these things have changed over time <clears throat> okay <clears throat> i do like that he literally is like the the grandson of the witch that they didn't burn uh yep. like that annoying online phrase that people say they didn't burn any witches Yep, None of them true. were witches. They just the, gave people, well, like, leaves uh, if they felt sick. They also didn't burn anyone in, in the United States for witchcraft. They yeah. hung a bunch of people, but there was no burning at the stake. Yeah, the burning was all England, right? Any, what? The burning happened in, like, Europe and England and stuff, right? I yeah, and not, not in the same time frame right. at all. Yeah, the, those witch trials early. were different. <clears throat> yes, exactly. But it's sort of I like mean, the the... Uh, the the plague, right? Where like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was hundred. There were two different major ones hundreds of years later. But it was pretty much all like the same lineage. <laughs> well, I think the thing is that like the the witch trials in Europe were started by sort of a religious fervor spurned by the plagues, mm-hmm. whereas the witch trials in the United States were mostly because the people there in the colonies, like, were abandoned by England for a long time, so they didn't have any kind of ruling body for a while. Yeah. And so they're like, is it legal for us to just start murdering each other? Like, there's no one around to stop us from doing that. And so people started to panic, and then that's sort of what started the witch trials. Yeah. That's so. fun. Yeah, yeah, is it? No. No, it's not good. Um, it's maybe but it the was, worst. It, yeah. But it was interesting. Uh, Salem is a beautiful little town, and uh, it's always so depressing when you go to one of those towns and you're like, oh my god, this is this is everything I want out of a place to live. It's got, like, a cute little main street with, like, bakeries and like, little shops and stuff, and everything's in walking distance, but there's enough space that you can park your car or whatever, and then you're like, okay, well, how much would it cost us to live here? Oh, it's $4,000 a month for a one-bedroom apartment. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, fucking richos. Yeah. <clears throat> People buy up the big houses and then they're just like, yeah, we'll have this big house that we will never live in just sitting there forever. Have you considered just squatting? Well, mm, now you, I am. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta case you, the joint, figure out which house stays empty, and then just move yeah. in. And if yep. you dress as a witch, you're just adding to the local atmosphere. Ooh, and no one will be able to nice. catch you. I mean, I, I do that accidentally all the time. <laughs> exactly. You love that hat. They're not gonna, they're definitely not gonna, uh, kick you out once you become, uh, Matt the local hobo witch. Mmm, exactly. I'm homeward bound. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) That's what hobo is short for. Oh! I guess. Huh, I thought it just sounded fun. 
<laughs> that does make more sense. Yeah. Also, I found in Elden Ring, I got the best uh, sorcerer armor set, which is the Snow Witch set. But it has this big, dumb witch hat that covers your whole body, and I hate it, but it's so good, but I, I hate it. I do like seeing people talk about that game online where they're like, fuck, I don't want to wear this giant mushroom hat, but it's got better <laughs> stats than anything else I have, so I have to wear it. Yep, it's, <laughs> it's true. Very funny. It's very frustrating. <laughs> All right, so what's the premise of this show, I think mm, you asked Hello. Me? Yes, what's the uh, premise of this show? <clears throat> it is that we go to WikiHow. And we put a random word into the suggested articles page so that we can get a list of articles people have asked for related to that word. And the uh, word we got today was slogan. Ta-da! Nice. Yeah, we're going to really flex our marketing muscles on this one, you guys. Mm-hmm. We can do this. We're great at coming up with slogans, unintentionally. Yeah. Well, that's good, because the first question here is how to come up with a slogan. Mm-hmm. Um, think about dynamic words that are exciting to hear, like mm-hmm. witches or ghosts, maybe. Yeah, have some. Think of a word that is going to make people really uncomfortable to hear, like uh, spank. Ooh. That's good. No, uh, that has to be the name of your product, but it's spelled S P N K. Oh, okay. This is an app. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's an okay. app where you order candy. A person to come spank you. <laughs> candy to be delivered to other people. Teens. Okay. The teens are going to destroy us with their vicious uh, mockery because. If it's just if you take out the A, then it could also be spunk, and they're oh, gonna yeah, make they're true. gonna make so many memes. Oh, those teens! But that also is good for marketing purposes. Yeah, I guess that's true. There's this thing is bad publicity. You want teens to download your app? That's like the market you most want, and they're gonna do it if they think it's about spunk. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's true. Is that you mean like uh, like forty style like chutzpah or yeah mm-hmm. moxie? Go go! go I don't get know why, go but get these teens. I don't know why, but these teens love spunk. They're full of spunk. <laughs> oh, they, lo- they love when We've a lady already... is a real go-getter. <laughs> We've already come up with an excellent slogan. These teens are full of spunk. <laughs> Without <laughs> even trying. We are very good at this. We are. This is why I wanted to do this word. Uh, I have a slogan that I like, and it's... Okay. Uh, would you say you live your life by it? Uh, no, but it's it's okay. just such a... You'll you'll understand. Uh, okay. I'm the okay. best there is at what I do, and what I do ain't pretty. Mm-hmm. Slogan. Oh, slogan. that's that. That's that famous slogan that the cat says when he's hanging onto that clothesline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm imagining an inspirational poster that says "Hang in there, bub," and it's Wolverine <laughs> hanging from a clothesline. Oh my god, this is a great idea. Do we have a merch page? Go to our merch page, and you can buy this poster for the next 15 seconds before Disney murders us. Yep. Yeah, exactly. No, we could we could make a killing on Redbubble just by combining two ideas that aren't ours together. Yep. It's true. Mm. <clears throat> Any two things. They don't even have to be related. That's mm-hmm. true. Well, one of them always has to be Wolverine, though. <laughs> mm. And the other one can only tell lies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How to copyright a slogan? I don't know. I don't know if you can. You can, like, trademark it. Just mail it. it to yourself? I think you can copyright it, because if you see, like, a McDonald's print ad, it'll say, I'm loving it, but then it's got, like, a little trademark thing. I'm yeah, that's trademark. Words. That's different than copyright. Oh. What, what is the co- difference? I think you copyright like a book, like a wor- a, a no, literary no, work, yeah. but you write trademark a, a slogan. Copyright does not protect a book and names. then you copy it so other people can read it. You see, 
copy <laughs> copyright does not protect names, titles, slogans, or short phrases. Aha! Uh-huh, so easy. You can't. That's the answer yeah. to that one. But what if you got it tattooed on your body with a date? I like where this is going. Uh-huh. So you have become the registered male of yourself. Yeah, with a yeah, you should be like today's newspaper. You get it tattooed mm-hmm. on your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I was thinking about having you mail it to yourself in a sealed envelope, but like that seems like it's more tamperable. Tamperable, sure. Um, whereas I feel like if you got a, a tattoo with a date on it, I mean, like. You could go to a shady tattoo artist today and be like, hey, could you tattoo I'm loving it on my lower back uh, with the date 1924? They uh-huh. probably would do it. <laughs> but, like, you know, that would be a pretty uh, wild thing to do. Um, I don't think the fact that you came up with an easy answer for how someone could fake this <laughs> means that it's very foolproof. <laughs> In fact, yeah, I would kind say... What fool would do that? Yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, who would do something like this? Uh, my yeah. client simply must be innocent because no one would be this stupid. Yeah. Um, Why would he get it tattooed on his lower back where he can't even see it? Just made, me, my case. just made me mad because that's absolutely been a legal defense for like white collar crimes many times recently. Oh, yeah. What? Uh, my client getting a tattoo on your lower back? No, my client's too oh. stupid to have known that this was a crime and therefore oh, is yes. innocent. Mm. Yep. Ugh, but you can't trademark a slogan, which means that you're the only person allowed to use it in like a business way. Which is well, good news, good. Jeff, because right below copyright a slogan is how to trademark a slogan. Yeah. So go ahead, uh, uh, register with it with the U.S. trademark whatever office. Mm. How? Um, Where? Uh, probably Google it. Ah, if that, people could, if people knew how to use Google, WikiHow. they wouldn't yeah. be on WikiHow. <laughs> We're giving WikiHow a slogan now. You could probably just Google it. Trademark. Uh, go to USPTO.gov, United States Patent and Trademark Office. Here's a genuine question. If you just start putting TM after things, can you get in trouble for that? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think it's illegal to uh, misrepresent impersonate. yourself that way. Yeah. Is this the equivalent of a slogan impersonating a clergy member? Yes. I think it is in that there's nothing illegal about it, actually. Is it not illegal to impersonate a member of the clergy? I think only doctors and lawyers it's illegal. I don't think it's legal. And police officers. I mean, I would believe you. I haven't heard that one, though. It's definitely illegal to to impersonate a police officer. Illegal to impersonate a police officer. That's like one of the main crimes. Yeah. But like impersonating a veteran to steal valor, not actually illegal, I believe. Yeah. Uh, It'll just get you like yelled at on YouTube. Mm -hmm. If they catch you. Mm, and they never catch someone who's actually doing it. They always catch uh, some actual veteran. Like, what? Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> Stolen Valor YouTube is a weird rabbit hole to uh, dive into and discover that whole weird community. Yeah, I would yeah. never. Um, I, okay, so copyright in the U.S. is automatic. If you put something out into the world and you can prove that you created it, it is protected under copyright. So, mm-hmm. like with a tattoo on your lower back. Exactly. So, if you draw, if you design a tattoo that says "I'm loving it," TM, and have it tattooed to your lower back uh, before anyone else does that, you could be like, "No, that is a copyrighted image." Actually, I do not know if having it tattooed on your back counts as publishing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. trademark is something you have to register because it's like what a if your skin is then flayed off to make some kind of necronomicon? Yeah, mm. a necronomicon question. instead of a human face on the front, it just has it says "I'm loving it." 
on your lower back skin. Oh, guys, we stumbled into political commentary. Oh, shit. Did we? Yes, We stumbled into political commentary about as, like, trenchant and on point as maybe idiocracy. Yes. What? You don't think that it's a revolutionary slogan to say McDonald's is pretty bad? <laughs> to be like, I'm loving it, is like the book of zombies that from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. It's not from Evil Dead, I know. Shut up, Lovecraft nerds. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, okay, here's our real challenge, then. We need to make a pet sitter slogan. Okay. Mm. Um... I know this is a company that already exists, but you can totally rip them off. Mm-hmm. If your name's Kevin, all dogs go to Kevin. Ooh, pretty good. Yeah, that's a great one, and it has a very specific use case, but if you are able to fit into that, you're golden. Mm, what hard, about though? The, cat, the cat's pajamas? That's also pretty good. Pretty good. Mm. That, I feel like that's more of a business name than a slogan. No, mm. no, no, no. I think All go- Dogs Go to Kevin is more of a business okay, name than a slogan. No, that, that would be for uh, Kevin's Euthanasia Center. Oh, God. Yes, <laughs> the slogan is All Dogs Go to Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I, and then Heaven. <laughs> no, just Kevin. <laughs> and then they no, stop existing. The, the business name is All Dogs Go to Kevin, and then the slogan underneath it is dot, 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 and then Heaven. <laughs> And then when people try to sue you because they thought it was a pet sitting company, you're able to say, no, look, here's our slogan. Yeah, it's, we it's tattooed do. on my lower back. <laughs> yeah, you see, it's a pet slitting company. Oh, oh uh, God. God. We slaughter them in the, uh, in the halal preparation method. <laughs> I don't think that, I wonder if dogs are, they're probably haram and kashrut, right? Kash- I don't know, I don't want to in... think about it, I guess, is what I don't want to no, do. I just keep on... Kosher. Damn it. The thing of it is, we keep on coming up with slogans, and I, because of my perverse mind, keep thinking about uh, them being transitioned into tramp stamps, pardon the the term, but yeah. that's... Um, is there a slogan that isn't better as a tramp stamp than it is as a business slogan, is the real question. I hmm. want to make this, like, a... I'm loving it is a great trend. Yeah, just do it was my second thought. Also, oh, a great trend. Fuck, it's so good <laughs> with the with the Nike check on it. Uh huh. And the Nike sues you and makes you remove your skin. Ooh, mm. commentary. Collector. Yep. <laughs> that goes, uh, what that about goes on to the lower back tattoo Necronomicon? <laughs> <laughs> what about like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. I don't oh. think that's a good trip stamp. Mm, I don't know, because it makes people think of that deep-voiced gentleman who is very sexy. J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons? <laughs> no, he's not State Farm. He's Farmers, you guys. Yeah, you're right. But it's funny that me and Jeff both thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jake from State Farm? That's the character yeah. that they've had. Yeah, he's that deep-voiced uh, gentleman. Oh, this, the Wikipedia page for State Farm Insurance does say not to be confused with Farmers Insurance Group, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not the first person to make this error, clearly. All right, I'm, I've got a list of the top 26... Why 26? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> One for um, every letter of the alphabet for our murder series. Oh, yeah. Um, a Diamond is Forever is a great tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. 
Uh, Meow Mix's slogan is Tastes so good, cats ask for it by name Yes, that is accurate <laughs> I've been using that slogan a lot Because I've been trying to transition Getting into a different food Away from Meow Mix Which has made but, him, in fact, ask for Meow Mix by name <laughs> mm-hmm. In the middle but of the does night it, Does it make a good tramp stamp? That's the question we're asking now, Jeff mm, Cats ask for it by name? No, tastes so good, cats asked for it by Yes, that makes a good tramp stamp. Yes, if it has taste so good at the beginning. Uh, Is there like a gross, uh, weird knockoff Felix the Cat with his tongue out or something next to it, maybe? Oh, yeah. Or like a horny little devil? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Was there a hornier version of... No, what is that other... Oh, fuck, M&M's melts in your mouth, not in your hands. It's too good. (laughs) You're not allowed to show that in public. You have to put duct yeah. tape over it if you yeah. wear a bathing oh, suit. <laughs> Fritz the cat. That's the dirty version yeah, of Felix. Yeah, I cats. know. I know. That's why I said Felix, because it's grosser and weirder when people make those horny I regular cartoons. I couldn't yeah. remember, though, what the name of the pervert cat was. Oh, okay. Uh, and I, I apologize to our Jewish listeners. Trafe is forbidden in under kosher dietary law. I had to correct myself on that. Go on. Apple's slogan is think different. Yeah. I, I don't know if that could be a tramp stamp. It would be like a really uh, douchey one. Yeah, especially yeah. if you got the Apple logo with it. No, no logos. The slogan by itself in Comic Sans yeah. font. Yeah, Comic Sans <laughs> for sure, with a, with a jester uh, clip art next to it. Well, oh, can no, you, with cut, that, out, can with... you cut out the clip art, clip art and just put it in Joker Man font? Mm. Ooh. Uh, Joker Man font with an uh, ICP hatchet man right above it. Ooh, this is good. <laughs> yeah, got, I... got milk in Joker Man I was just going to say got milk! <laughs> <laughs> the trouble is these are so good. In my mind, I've already decided that they have really happened and I've seen them as a, a tattoo. Oh. Yes, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Guys, every slogan is better as a, as a tramp stamp tattoo. Bet you can't eat just one. Uh-huh. Because you're worth it. Designed for driving pleasure, you guys. <laughs> Think outside the bun. <laughs> the quicker picker-upper. Oh my Eat god. fresh. <laughs> America runs on Duncan. Okay, maybe not that one. No, that one's great. <laughs> Pure Michigan. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. All the news that's fit to print, that one doesn't work. Oh, but it's no. finger licking good, does. Oh shit, it is good. <laughs> God, God damn. Ooh, gotta catch them all is a little ominous. Oh god. Huh. <sighs> <sighs> well, there's another name for that kind of tattoo for which that slogan would work if you think about it for a second. Would work. Would work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to make a sex pun because you said woodwork and sometimes wood is. I a was sex already word. making a much filthier joke is the problem. Yeah, I couldn't point it out. <laughs> Nothing runs like a deer. You're in good hands. Alright, uh, good to the last drop. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> we're not supposed to be thinking of lower back tattoos. We're supposed to be thinking of pet center slogans. Okay, but no, democracy here. dies in darkness on my lower back, right above my butt crack. <laughs> if we've seen one thing proven again and again on this episode, it's that they're the same thing. A lower back tattoo and a slogan are the same thing. Obey your thirst. Oh, fuck, that's good. Oh, that's the best one, maybe. Uh, yes, we can. Mm, the audacity of hope. <laughs> I, I'm with her. <sighs> I like Ike. Okay. Tip a canoe to Tyler, too. 
Let's wrap this up with, can we come up with a team spirit slogan for our little team here at Hack the Net? Don't uh, say smells like team spirit, though. That's no. all I can think right now. Yes. Um, don't, say, don't say anything problematic would be a pretty good... I, I don't know if that's a slogan, but it's a good guideline. It's a good line one of our corporate manual. I think for- that's what we need our cat hanging from a clothesline posters on our walls to say while yes. we're recording. Don't yep. say anything problematic. I think that our team spirit slogan... First, we need to identify our team spirit, which I believe um, is... Antagonism. ...is yes. Slimer from Ghostbusters. Okay. Ooh, yes. okay. I love so this. our team spirit slogan is who you gonna call? Hmm. I thought it was gonna be blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, I, I, I called him Slimer. His proper name is Onion Head, as we all know. Yep. Uh, what about... Uh, we have a picture of Slimer, and then it says above it, death would be a blessing. <laughs> Jesus! Good. That's so grim! <laughs> well, he wants to be freed from his ghostly existence so badly, you Does he? Tell. I thought he loved hot dogs yeah. so much he wanted to stick around. He seems yeah. stoked to be a, a blob <laughs> ghost. All the more reason it would be a blessing to him to free him from this. Did you guys listen to the uh, most recent flop house about Ghostbusters 4? The, yes. the, no, the bad yet. one that sucks? Yes, it was uh, a good episode. Yeah, it was was a good episode. Extremely funny that they were like, what are the rules about whether you become a gross blob monster or get to be a human ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah something, that is a good question. Something they didn't cover is, I think if your existence is like, like for Slimer, is just greed, you become a creature of pure greed. You're not even really a ghost anymore. Mm. Yeah, I always kind of got the impression that he was more like an elemental. <clears throat> yes. Well, a lot of it's hard because there are ghosts in Ghostbusters, but there's also like a bunch of Sumerian demons. Yes. Yeah. Well, we talked about before the fact that the reason Ghostbusters is doesn't hold up very well is because it's not very much about ghosts at all. <laughs> all the best parts of it are about ghosts, and then it goes fucking off the rails into Cthulhu territory. No, I love that stuff. I love I the only thing I would change is I wouldn't make them university professors. I would have them be like uh plumbers who have like a genius cousin that invented ghost stuff or whatever. Oh, and then a woman comes to them and says she needs help and they have to go through a special pipe. It turns out they're in the mushroom kingdom. I think that in general the movie would be much better if uh Bill Murray's character was a hundred percent less pervy. Oh well, no, sure. I love that. <clears throat> It's not great, though. Watching it now, you're like, oh, he's, like, harassing this woman who is experiencing genuine trauma. <laughs> That's yes. not good. I, she's not experiencing anything when possessed by Zool. She's just kind of, like, asleep. Yeah, but before that, oh. for the most of the movie part. I see. Yeah, when the eggs cook on her counter and she's a woman living alone with a, a baby who doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. No, she doesn't have the baby till oh, the second right. one. you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of um, the second. I get them confused sometimes. I yeah. think that Slimer is an example of a hungry ghost. Like, he, he died experiencing some kind of emotional need, and so that need is the only thing that he can cling to in the afterlife. His just happens to be literally hungry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Uh, if you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and let your friends know about the show so we can continue to grow our audience. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod, or you can join our Discord to talk to us by messaging us on Macedon. I'm at Matt Heron at Macedon.online. 
I'm also online. Weaponizedlanguage.com has podcasts of mine that you can hear. And you can talk to me on Mastodon at Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Please come back next week. But in the meantime, don't forget, you can fuck up on the internet in so many ways. Uh, I don't know if other people are going to be into it. You have to know how to horse. I almost said death would be a release as a <laughs> as really my good. sign Pretty off, good. but I don't know. That seems dark. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like it.